Welcome to the LU Moment. Thanks for listening. I'm Shelley Vitanza, the Director of Public Affairs at Lamar University. Each week, we showcase the great events, activities, programs, projects, and people at Lamar University. It's a big week on the LU Moment. I'm thrilled to have in studio LU's 15th president, Dr. Ken Evans. We call him Big Bird. Did you know that we call you Big Bird? Our no. secret code word. No, I did you not. Know, no. You know, when you no. leave, when no. you leave the building, Big no. Bird has no. left the building. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> but sure, what I think of that, to be honest with you, but all I right. guess it's not a secret code word anymore. <laughs> no, everybody, not anymore everybody's no. going to know Big Bird. Uh, thanks for being here. You're welcome. Really appreciate it, and I know your schedule is busy, especially this time of the year. We've got uh, commencement one weekend, and then we start a new academic school year, uh, kind of the next. So, and that's what I've learned about this university world is it's a cycle of beginnings and endings. And uh, for some, we're we're parting with them, and and then we're welcoming um, a bunch more for for a new semester. And I've and I've heard that uh, that you love commencement. I do. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Why is that? Uh, well, of course, any commencement in any institution, I've been in a number of them, is a transition point for students. Um, obviously, the faculty have taken them to a point where they're now ready to kind of transition into whatever the next stage in their life might be. But it's, it's a little bit different than Lamar. Over half of our students are first-generation students. So the transition means something uh, vastly different. It, we're talking about a transition uh, from a legacy of that family's history, generations over generations, that had not had a college degree. But you're also talking about a transition point where the probability of then their children getting a college degree is infinitely higher. And that consequences are that life and the lives they're f- going forward have been transformed. And that is very meaningful. I mean, the whole family's mm-hmm. really being transformed. Mm-hmm. And, and I've heard you talk about, too, that we have many online students. We do. And they're not from our area. We even have, I know, a, a counseling student. She's in Portland, Oregon, you know, and she just came in for residency. And she clapped super hard when we talked about next time we see you, you'll come to commencement. These, these families come for commencement. Uh, actually, we end up there's a there's a there's a heuristic that's used to try to calculate how large of an audience is likely to be at a commencement, so that we're able to accommodate them, parking and other seating arrangements. Right, right. And uh, that heuristic has a certain multiplier, so x number of family members per graduate. The multiplier is larger for students that are online than it is for residential students. More people come in. They do, and and the reason I'm now now we're dealing with my my theory. My my hypothesis is that uh, so many members of the family, because somebody's taking this these classes online. So the family's going to have to take care of other chores in the household while they're because they're most of them are working full time, of course. And so there's, everybody's in. It's all, the whole family's in the game to get this person through to the— This is a group the, project. Exactly. Yeah, the village. So, so by golly, they're going to be there at the end to witness this event. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they all show. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. It, and, and the enthusiasm of, of that audience is stunning. Uh, so, yeah, the online audience is, is slightly different. So we have a lot of, uh, a lot of graduates. We do. This time. We should have, uh, I think there are about 800 that have filed for graduation. I think a little over 500 are going to be walking. 
That's a, that's a, seems yeah. big yeah. this time yeah. of year. Is yeah. it uh, kind of in line with what we've seen in the past? Uh, our, actually, our, our total number of graduates at each one of our commencements is going up. In large part, it's because we're doing a better job with retention um, and matriculation of students kind of moving, which basically means how long does it take them to complete so whether it's a four-year completion rate, which is one calculus that's used, six-year graduation rate, which is a, also a, a, a dashboard that we use in, in my industry in higher ed. So, yeah, we're making nice progress there. I, I think it's great. It's a real trend in, in the university world, and this is something Lamar is doing very well, uh, providing student services so that mm-hmm. they are successful. The, the tutoring, the mentoring, um, even you know, helping with writing skills and things like that and the advising, it seems like Lamar is really focused on. It's, it's been refreshing to see that coming, uh, just starting with Lamar you know, in, in January. I didn't realize all of the services that students could plug into. Uh, and it's... it's um. uh, well, first off, if you're a first-generation student, you have really no family history of what it takes to, to make it in a university. To just navigate. To navigate. The, the university world. When you think about, think about the, a university degree as a consumable good. Yes. Um, there's the classroom and there's you know, understanding the, the material that's presented in the classroom. The that's one mm-hmm. thing. But understanding how to navigate a university, financial aid, uh, enrolling in classes, accessing student services and support, there's a trim- this is this massive grocery store full of goods that you need to shop and shop reasonably intelligently if you're going to end up with a market basket at the end that makes sense. Uh, it, it is not easy to shop. So let, let's talk about uh, Lamar's good at that. What are some other things that Lamar is is proficient in that you think are Lamar's strengths that distinguish it from other universities? Well, you know, of course, we've had a long-standing reputation. We're actually founded uh, based on our technology and engineering-related capabilities. So that continues to be a strong suit for the university. Because we have had so much success in the online environment, particularly in the education space, preparing future principals and superintendents, uh, our footprint throughout the state of Texas and now increasingly more nationwide in leaders in K-12 through education is very significant. Uh, in, in STEM in general, the work we've done in air and water quality research has been substantial. Uh, we then began a program about four or five years ago in the maritime space, uh, looking at the needs for managing ports and how to more effectively take that to the next generation of, of leadership. And now more recently uh, in the midstream space, or so that area between the wellhead uh, where yes. you secure oil mm-hmm. and gas and where you refine it at the other end, uh, that whole space in between is called midstream. And it's a an area of significant challenge in the United States in terms of the needs of pipelines and other infrastructure to kind of move product. Um, and it's got balled up a bit at the wellhead, and so we're trying to find better solutions. We're offering contributions in that space through some recent state funding that uh, came out of this last biennium. And, and that's going to be more of a, a research-focused program, the mm-hmm. midstream, correct? We'll do some certificate work in that space. We haven't identified. We know there's some things that are all logical, like cyber and some other aspects that we'll be doing. 
Uh, but by and large, yeah, it'll be research-related, trying to advance science and technology and, and business models that can uh, more effectively uh, improve that, the ability to move product from the wellhead to the refinery. Now, you've been here five years, a little over five years. Mm, it's my seventh year. A seventh year. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, been through one round of strategic planning. Mm-hmm. And we're in uh, university-wide strategic planning now. Mm-hmm. Can you give us a little sneak peek um, of, of where the strategic planning is going? Maybe some, some action items that you see for 2020 through 2025. Well, I can't entirely commit what's going to be in the strategic plan because it, it's, a group, it's a group think. Right. Um, but where the group has seemingly resonated uh, so far is around a theme of one student at a time. Uh, what Lamar is particularly good at and has been, I think it's a part of our legacy, is the intimacy of the student learning experience. Relatively smaller classes, they get to know the faculty, there are a lot of student experiences available on campus. So taking that to the next level and creating more experiential learning opportunities for students in maybe undergraduate research or in some other projects that can help them expand the scope of of their experience as an undergraduate student. We are the economic and social and cultural engine of Southeast Texas. Um, While as much as we have filled that role over the course of time, I would argue that we hadn't declared that and put a flag in the ground and then moved in the direction of becoming more prominent in the role we play in that space. So I think that will play a substantive role in what we do going forward. Um, there will be in this, uh, this initiative uh, increased support for faculty research and teaching so that we can help our faculty take their programs and initiatives to the next level. And then lastly, the university needs to increase its, its external funded research. Um, and so that means both federal grants as well as uh, foundation uh, funding to improve what we're doing at the university. I think our our faculty to student ratio nineteen to one mm-hmm. really does distinguish Lamar University, and I've had the opportunity to visit with some um, some students who are graduating and going off to do postdoctoral work in national labs, mm-hmm. and it's been it's been they're 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 elated number one, but they both of the students that I talked to said that if it hadn't been for that um, experiential learning and that relationship with their advisors with their mentors in their program. Programs, they, they wouldn't be where they are and have those opportunities. Yeah. So it really does make a difference at every level within it the does. Lamar We've, University. You know, we placed students recently at the University of Michigan and PhD programs uh, at Cornell. So the, the nature of uh, what we do both in the preparation of undergraduates for more advanced degree work and, of course, we also prepare our students to uh, make meaningful contributions to the industry, both profit and not-for-profit, uh, in and around the Gulf Coast, and more specifically, Southeast Texas. It, one of the, um, I think one of the legacies of your leadership is integrating LU in, in more community partnerships, like the BISD and creating the uh, Innovative Learning Labs, mm-hmm. which are amazing, and uh, six more coming online? Yes, we're going to bring two online before probably the end of, two more online before the end of September, uh, and then there'll be four more after that, and we'll see what happens beyond that. We're building a pedagogy around that, too, so there'll be um, an infrastructure of educational and instructional opportunities surrounding the experiences these students can have in these very innovative spaces.
So, so what's your vision going forward as far as uh, working with the community and, and building other partnerships? Do you have any other, other um, ideas in mind um, partnership-wise with the community? Well, we are the only post-secondary institution within, an, within the state of Texas within an 80-mile radius. So our obligations are obviously to do the things that you would do in terms of preparing undergraduates for career-ready access and then, of course, graduate degree programs. But we also play meaningful roles in community development and in community access to services. Uh, we obviously have one of the best audiology deaf studies programs in the country, and, and when, as a result, we provide services to the community uh, through that facility. Uh, this educational platform will be another way to provide services to the community. Uh, we have a community garden that we created that uh, my, uh, my recently deceased wife was involved in, Nancy. Um, in fact, she was involved in the Reading and Learning Lab as well. So the, the community and partnership with Lamar is a logical consequence of what we do as a, both a member of Southeast Texas, a member of Beaumont, but more importantly, uh, we're, we're all in this together. Perfect. Love it. We're so glad you're here. Why, why, just real quickly, why here? Why, why now? I had been at major flagship institutions my whole career, Arizona State, uh, University of Missouri, um, University of Oklahoma. And this was an opportunity to, to work with uh, students that were, by and large, first generation, which I was. Hmm. Uh, and you can so relate. I can relate. And I, I know the navigation experiences for that student are just different. So this opportunity just resonated with me. Well, we love it. We're glad you're here. We recently interviewed faculty, staff for a fun video to kick off the year. So I'm going to ask you some of the same questions I asked them. Are you ready? I Probably not, but okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Margaritas or guacamole? Can I pick like wine or cheese? Can I? <laughs> <laughs> refined. Oh, he's so refined. Oh, uh, dear. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Not a tequila man. We'll go for the wine. Pancakes right. or waffles? Uh, uh, waffles. Waffles. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. With syrup? Uh, Strawberries? Actually, I like, like a berry syrup. Yeah. A berry syrup. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Again, refined. If you could be a superhero, who, who would you be? Uh, probably Superman. Superman, mm -hmm. uh -huh, because because he could fly. Flying, flying would be good. Yeah. Um, and finally, what would a book about your life be titled? Um, it's about the journey, not the destination. Love it. Very good. Okay, uh, football season. We're excited. Give us uh, give us an invite to football, and we'll wrap up. I think we're looking pretty good this year. We've had, you know, we lost a number of really good ball players last year. Every year is like that. That's the nature of being in education. But uh, yeah, I think we're looking good. Exciting. Yeah. Ready to be there. All right. And it's going to be a spirited season as well. It will. Yes. Hey, thanks for being with thanks, us, Dr. Shelley. Evans. We really appreciate it. You've been listening to the LU Moment with Shelley Vitanza, Director of Public Affairs at Lamar University, the pride of Southeast Texas. See you next week.